The belief that no matter how dire or difficult the situation is, people should remain in a positive mindset. That is the definition of toxic positivity given by VeryWellMind.com. What's cooking, good lookings? Welcome back to yet another episode of Mind the Matter. I'm your host, Sandra Gerges, in case you forgot from last week. And this week is all about toxic positivity. So let's jump right in. All right, friends. A lot of people that know me surface level think that I am always positive. They think that I preach nothing but positivity. And that drives me bazingas, bazungas, whatever you want to call it. But it drives me absolutely insane. I don't think we should have a positive view on life all the time. Actually, if you know me, I'm quite an angry person. Um, I get irritated very quickly and inconveniences do get to me. But even if I wasn't that irritable or whatever. I don't, I don't think we're supposed to be positive all the time. You know, negative feelings are there for a reason. They are meant to be felt. Um, If they weren't, we would have evolutionarily gotten rid of them, right? Like we had a tail, we got rid of it because we no longer need it. Um, Our amygdala over time, which is the part of our brain responsible for fear, has actually gotten smaller over time since we no longer hunt and gather. So we don't have to recognize fear in the wild the same way we used to, especially if we live in a developed country, right? So evolution does its due diligence in weeding out things that we don't need. And negative emotions by no means are going anywhere, right? They've stuck around since day one. They're still here. And we get so caught up in the discomfort of pain and the discomfort of these negative emotions that I feel like we take on this mentality that nobody wants to be around that. No one wants someone that's sad all the time. And therefore, all I'm going to do is be happy 24-7. All I'm going to do is that no matter how crappy things get, how difficult my life is, I'm still going to force a smile on my face which is called masking. But I feel like a lot of us, due to how shitty life is, we try to fool ourselves with this concept of staying positive all the time and keeping an upbeat mentality and um, there's the good in everything. Of course there's the good in everything, but there's also the bad in everything, right? There's the good in every bad and a bad in every good. And so... If a good event happens, you don't sit there and you don't dwell on the negative part of it. But if a bad event happens, we often force ourselves to sit there and dwell on the positives of it to discredit our negative emotions, to discredit that pain that we're feeling, to discredit that hurt, those angry feelings, the frustration, all of the above. A lot of relationships, for example, when something ends, we just focus on, oh, well, that's just so good for me. You know, like this person was holding me back anyway. This person was doing more harm than good. Uh, This person did not even deserve me. Is that really helping you heal? Is that really addressing the problem at hand? 
right? The answer is no. Nine times out of ten, it's really not because at the end of the day, you're feeding yourself all of these things which then boost your ego, not in a positive light, and they don't help you to get through the breakup. They just help you focus on the negativity of that person and the quote-unquote positivity of ending that relationship when in reality you're as miserable as ever even though you tend to force yourself to believe that everything's fine and and it's for the good and it's for the better and it's for x y and z and it could be i'm not saying it's not but pull your head out of that space where everything has to be positive right the outcomes might be but you're still allowed to feel the negative emotions um i think i struggled with a lot growing up because i grew up in a very religious household and a very religious community was the idea that god is joy and joy often translated into no pain no sadness pure happiness now that i'm older i am like why is this crap? Um, it is absolute crap. It's total crap because joy is about this internal peace through all of the emotions and the craziness of life. It doesn't mean that you don't feel sadness. It doesn't mean that anytime something bad comes your way, you have to justify it for grace or justify it for positivity. It simply means that you're able to recover. You're able to work through these things. That's what true joy is. It's not the neglect or the lack of negative emotions, but rather this ability to feel through them, work through them in a healthy manner and overcome them. Toxic positivity, um, especially in countries, I'm going to bash on America and I always like to. I mean, I just, I have my beef with it because I grew up here, but everybody focuses on achievements and accomplishments and success defined by money and education so much so that we're all like depressed um, and so much bad comes our way, but we don't even have time to stop and process it because if we stop, the person next to us won't and they'll beat us in that race. And that's the mentality that is is really taught and hammered here. and. It's hard to live that life. It's really hard to live that life. And it's really hard to acknowledge all of the bad things happening to you. So a lot of us do resort to this idea of there's good in everything. There's the yin to the yang. There is positivity. Let's just focus on the good. Let's focus on the benefits. Let's focus on the positive, positive and everything. And in that, we lose our sense of self. We lose our sense of emotions. And literally, just like exercising your body if you neglect a muscle, you'll lose strength in that. And you'll also forget almost how to use it. You know, it's not like riding a bike where it comes back naturally. If you don't foster these emotions, and if you don't train yourself on working through your emotions and working through the pain and the negativity, quote unquote, um, you're going to forget how to do that. And so the more times you neglect it, and the more you engage in this toxic positivity, the less you're going to engage in healthy recovery, the less you're going to engage in knowing your and understanding your actual feelings and being able to work through them. You're just going to be so focused on this, this outside goal. And it's kind of like someone who's sinking in quicksand, but looking at the sunset, you know, and like, they're just looking up the whole time. They are, 
enjoying the view, but not realizing that they're absolutely sinking in what they're standing in. And that's because they're like, look, but look, yeah, I'm sinking in Chris Kent, but we don't have to focus on that. I'm sinking while there's this beautiful view. Okay, but at the end of the day, you're sinking. You're sinking because you refuse to acknowledge that the situation at hand is uncomfortable and it needs your action at the moment. That is really like toxic positivity. That is what we're bred in, to be honest, because no one wants to deal with the crap of the world. And I get it. But let me give you some tips and tricks on how to avoid toxic positivity or how to work your way around it when you are experiencing it. Personally speaking, I'm still guilty of it sometimes. In fact, sometimes I actually like rebuttal, I guess, for lack of better words, but I like rebel against toxic positivity. And I just go like full on swing negative. And I'm like, well, everything about that sucks. And I don't see the positive. And there's no positive. Um, but I guess just just that's just part of the learning process. So I'm gonna give you three steps to deal with toxic positivity, and to help you learn how to go through your emotions and deal with things in a healthy manner to where you're overcoming them. You're not dwelling on the negatives, but you're also not blindly ignoring the reality of the thing, focusing on the positive. So one, acknowledge that quote unquote negative feelings are not negative, but they're simply feelings, right? So take away the word positive and negative from feelings, pain, hurt, joy, happiness, um, discomfort, Words like that, we already have a built association of positive and negative with that, but do your best to disassociate from that. Um, and in doing so, some examples that I personally do all the time is I'm feeling sad. It's a bad feeling. All right, I'm going to consciously stop myself from labeling feeling sad as a bad feeling. I'm going to consciously prevent myself from defining feelings as bad or good. I am feeling happy. This is great. Okay, feeling happy is not the good thing. Feeling happy is not a positive thing. It is simply a thing. It's a feeling. It's an emotion. Just like feeling angry or pain is not a negative thing. It is simply a feeling and an emotion. Um, feeling pain a lot of times is actually really positive. It's a great thing because it signals to you that something is wrong and something needs to be done about it. Something in your body is happening. Something from the outside environment is impacting you or something intrinsically is impacting you negatively and you need to be paying attention to it. Um, so try to really remove this positive and negative good and bad association with feelings and let feelings be feelings. Let feelings simply be defined by how you are actually feeling and not your concept and your um, developed thought and idea in regards to that feeling. All right. So that is number one, disassociate positive and negative from the feeling and just feel it. Two, sit in it. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to explain it. Don't try to put words in it. Sometimes you feel something and you're like, what the hell is this? Okay, I think it's pain. No, 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 you think it's nothing. Just feel it. Literally, feelings are feelings. Emotions are emotions. They are not 
we have such a limited vocabulary when it comes to describing emotions and feelings. One, because we're not taught it. And two, because we're trying to put words and these defining guidelines to a series of emotions that are felt completely differently from a person to a person. So really just sit in your feelings and don't try to think your feelings or don't try to think your emotions, but rather try to feel your emotions. Just let them be. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to scream. Allow yourself to jump. Allow yourself to do whatever it is that you feel drawn to with these feelings. And don't necessarily focus on putting a word to the physical state and mental state that you're in. Lastly, find a good accountability buddy. Find someone who will give it to you as it is. Find someone that won't be like, oh, well, you know what? Everything good. Everything happens for the better. Everything everything will be okay. No, you know, like we know everything's going to be okay. And actually, we don't know that. Sometimes it won't be okay. And to be honest, if you're anything like me, when my world is going to shambles, the second someone tells me everything's going to be okay, it's supposed to be comforting, but I feel like smacking them across the face. Because I'm like, well, I'm not worried about the future. I'm, I'm concerned with now. I'm concerned with how I'm feeling now. Why are you trying to comfort me futuristically? Because if I was thinking futuristically, I know I'm going to get through it. Just like you're going to get through the pain and the hurt, you're going to get through the happiness. So when someone's feeling down or like, sorry, when someone's feeling happy, when someone's feeling overjoyed, when someone's feeling excited, do you ever tell them, everything will settle out and you won't be happy anymore. You don't, you really don't, right? So when someone's happy, we tend to focus on in the moment. When someone is hurt, sad, in pain, whatever, we tend to focus on the future. So we need to draw that back and we need to focus on the moment regardless of what emotion we're feeling, which is how the first point's gonna come in handy and this idea of feeling the feeling for what it is and not for what we associate it with, um, not for it being positive or negative, but simply for it being a feeling. Let's recap real quick. My three points is one, disassociate feelings and emotions with the terms positive, negative, good, bad, etc. There is no, uh, there's no plus or minus to feelings. They're just feelings. Two, don't think your feelings, but feel your feelings. Don't dwell on trying to put a word and a term to how you're feeling, but rather just focus on feeling it. Focus on just letting it be. And three, find someone that will support you and tell it to you how it is and won't contribute to this BS idea of futuristic focus and ignoring and disregarding your feelings for how they are right now. That is all I got for you guys today. It is a short episode. Um, please do share it. If you're listening on iTunes, please, please, please do leave a review. Um, share it on your Snap, Instagram, Facebook. Send it to your mom. I don't know. Please spread the word. Um, and until next week, stay empowered. Stay empowered.